0: and Breakthrough Academy.
1: Welcome to the Women in Paint podcast. I'm your host, Michael Cheney, the owner of No Drip Painting, where we are changing lives through paint. And I've got Kimberly Gilliland on with me, and she is from Red Tulip Designs out there in Oklahoma. Kimberly, thank you so much for joining me. And you are, I'm going to just say it, one of the cabinet experts. Um, you focus on cabinets. You use all the, the best products. Um, talk to me about how you got into cabinets. I know you maybe dabbled with some refinishing of furniture. Talk about how you landed on the cabinet game. Um, well, we initially
2: started with just kind of
1: doing furniture on
2: the side um, as a way to bring in extra money because we were dirt poor. Um, and it progressed over several years. Eventually, originally, it was just kind of a little side gig, and then we kept getting more demand, and then started getting people asking about kitchen cabinets. Um, kept turning them down because I was working a full time job, and then when I started hating my full time job, I, um, Jeremy, my husband, and I, we went to Score, um, which helps small businesses um, and startups, and we got put with a mentor and originally we were going to look at just, um, furniture refinishing and opening a boutique store. And he had us run the numbers and we quickly learned that it just wasn't going to work. So we looked again at cabinet refinishing and we were like, okay, this is feasible. We can do this. Um, and so in 2019, Uh, We started uh, doing a lot of research, looking, figuring out what we were going to use, our process, everything else. And then we launched the cabinet refinishing part in September of 2019. By November, we had a job booked and I I quit my day job. I went in and told them I was putting in my notice. They asked who I was going to go work for. And I was like, I'm going to go work for myself. And they tried talking me out of it. And I told them that I would rather... Go work for myself and fall flat on my face and work another day with them. So it's now 2024
1: and here we are, <laughs> and you're still rocking and rolling. No, I love stories like that. I love uh, when folks bet on themselves. Um, so you've also you also mentioned to me that you know people you know folks come up to you and say, yeah, know, I, I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe you're working for yourself. That's so awesome. What kind of feedback do you get? Uh, and really, I'm asking you this because. It's uh, you know it's heartwarming to see other people's reaction, right? We know the struggles, we know you know all the gray hair that's under this hat from <laughs> operating a painting business. Um, but what kind of sentiments do you get from from people that you know about you taking that chance? When we first started,
2: we got a lot of negative feedback. Um, we actually had a lot of family members tell us we were crazy, and um, not a whole lot of support, honestly, but we, we trucked through it. Um, and now, I mean, heck, uh, we're, we've got family members, people that were negative at first sitting there telling us how proud they are of us for ignoring them and just sticking with it and going forward. Um, and it, it's been an amazing experience. Uh, we're the first in our, either one of our families to be business owners, um, first to go to college. And, we're trying to build something better to pass to our kids and show them that we don't have to be mindless workers for somebody else for all of our lives, that we can go out there and create something and do something. And it's, it's amazing to see what we've created. And, um, honestly, we started getting a lot more positive feedback from people we met online. Um, and mentors that we have that have been absolutely supportive of us, and it's always funny because they always when you grew up, they always told you don't go meet people that you met on the internet in person, and that's what we've been doing for the past four years is meeting all these people that we met on the internet in person and traveling all over the country to meet these people that have been so inspiring to us and uh, learn from them and just listen to the amazing things that they have to say to us so.
1: Times certainly have changed, right? Like I think about that often with Uber, like get into a vehicle of someone you don't know and let them give you a ride. It's like, no, but actually, yeah, that is exactly what we do. Um, You know what? You said something earlier. I want to circle back to it because um, one, I think it's important. Two, I love the fact that you had a strategic approach to choosing cabinets as your forte and you gave some credit to SCORE for that. How did you get connected with SCORE? Tell me, I, I personally never used the service, although I know it exists. Tell me a little more about your experience with that because it sounds like it's something that you would encourage anybody to do. So there's two groups that we've been part of.
2: Uh, there's SCORE and then there's the SBDC, a Small Business Development Center. Um, and you can request... Uh, mentorship from either one of them. The um, SBA or Small Business Administration um, has that information on their website. And so I looked up, um, I need business mentoring and it popped up with SCORE. Um, and So that's who we first started working with, which we still work with them. Um, and then right now I have a mentor through the SBDC. Uh, when we wanted to start hiring, I needed help with HR and getting all of those things in line and in process. And so she's been working with me for the past year on hiring and growth and expansion. Um, and then for the SCORE, uh, they get you with a mentor, which actually, if you are established in your business and everything else, or you're retired, um, you can volunteer to be a SCORE mentor. So our mentor was actually a retired CEO of a chemical company, um, large Multi billion dollar company, and so he sat us down and had us run our numbers, look at everything, and basically, you know how uh, Nick Slavik's always like, "Oh, job costing." Well, that was our first foray in job costing, and it was very eye opening. Um, but they they offer classes um, to kind of give you an example for that. This last year, Score asked if I wanted to be part of their. Uh, master class that they were doing, which basically taught you how to go to banks and ask for financing. Um, and so it was uh, from March until May, I believe if I remember correctly. And every week they would have us go through our numbers and look at everything in regards of what is a bank going to look at? Because it's not like, going and getting a regular loan. They want to see everything flayed open and vulnerable. And so uh, at the end of that course, they did, um, if you've ever seen Shark Tank, they did a um, presentation thing like that where all of us had to go up in front of three judges and um, pitch our business or something that we wanted funding for. Um, and originally I was going to just, you know, go up there and say, oh, well, new van tools, things like that for hiring more. And they were like, well, uh, razzle dazzle us, show it, show us something that we haven't seen before. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. So I pulled the green fast cure system up and researched that went over it because it's something that I'd been interested in for years, but we never could afford it. And so. Um, went in front of the judges, did my two minute presentation on Greenfast Cure and how it would help our business. And um, they ended up leaving me up there for 15 minutes, just asking me questions about Green Fast Cure and our process and our coatings and what makes us different from other painters in the area. And at the end of it, the judges were coming up and shaking my hand. They're like, you really have got to do this. Um, and so at the end of the class, whoever did the best presentation, uh, according to the judges, won. And so I ended up winning first place on that, uh, which was really cool. And um, that was a prize of $1,000. So that was even better. And then um, during the presentation ceremony, after that, they all came up to me and they were like, if you want funding for this, let us know. We want to help you get funding. And so they got me in touch with REI, which is a women's uh business. Group. Um, I can't remember what REI stands for, but if you search REI for your area, it'll pull it up for you. But it's women only. And uh, they put me in touch with them to get an SBA loan because it was lower interest than all the other private bank loans at that moment. And uh, we put a green fast cure in our uh, shop back in October of this last year. So
1: that's so awesome. Thank you for sharing that story. So listen, I'm behind the times. What is that system?
2: Um, it's an. In- It's an infrared curing system that basically bakes the coatings. Um, so for instance, um, typically with the industrial coatings that we use from Renner and Centurion with the hardener added in, you've got a seven day cure time with it with the Greenfast cure that knocks it down to two hours.
1: Wow. So it really speeds up your production.
2: Yes, it has significantly speeded, sped up our production. Um, we did a job that normally would have uh, for the doors and drawer faces in our shop. It would have normally taken us about six days to complete it because uh, it was a very large project. We ended up completing it in about two and a
1: half days. Wow, that's so cool! And that so. all turned back to this relationship with the SBA, mm-hmm. or that is so cool. No, that that's awesome. You know, because I mean, you know, as a business owner, you, it's it's all about learning, right? And it's yeah. trial and error. And anytime you can have someone give you some information as a starting point, I mean, it saves so much time, you know, the learning curve just gets, you know, gets, gets to be addressed so much faster. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I was, I was, I was going to add
2: on real quick, um, for my SBDC mentor, I told her my goal this year was education for this growth, um because marketing has been something that we've been struggling with this last year. I tried hiring a marketing company. They messed everything up. So I had to fire them. Um, and so I asked her, find me, can you find me some marketing training or something? Um, she ended up getting me in touch with somebody that is doing Google certifications. And so I just found out yesterday that they're going to let me join the training for a Google certification in marketing and e-commerce And so once I'm done, I'll have the full certification through Google to be able to do that. And if I hadn't had that mentor to go and help me find that, I I probably would have never found it.
1: And so you're going to kind of tackle the marketing piece yourself. Um, And so, you know, since we're on marketing, let's talk about it. You've got a good presence on Facebook. Uh, I, I, you know, talk to me about kind of what your goals are with Facebook. I mean, you've got great pictures on there. You're consistent with your posting. You've got a good amount of followers. Talk to me about how you have arrived on that. And, and honestly, how you do all of this, how you still paint the cabinets. Now you're taking the the Google class and you're posting on Facebook. Maybe kind of talk about marketing and how you're organizing your day to even get all of this done.
2: Um, well, the organization is still a work in progress. Uh, I need to do the... Um, when we were at the Women in Paint conference, somebody mentioned time blocking. And I was like, okay, that's something I need to see about seriously setting up, but it's usually in the evenings I'm going through and setting up something. Um, now with our employee being here, I'm able to step back from the finishing a little bit more. And so like today I've been running around doing networking events all day. Um, and then this, and so they've been out there in the shop working all day, um, which significantly helps out. Um, before that, when it was just Jeremy and me, it was, oh, we're going to do a few hours of work here and then we're going to go do some marketing here and then we're going to go bounce over here. A lot of long evenings when we first started. But um, for Facebook, the goal with Facebook has been education and reach. Um, We've noticed over the years that people don't really know what should go on their cabinets. And um, we've tried our best to show people this is what you need to be putting on your cabinets. This is how the process should look. Because even if they don't use us, we don't want them hiring somebody that doesn't know what they're doing and ends up ruining their cabinets because that's the most expensive part of your house. And you can quickly get into the hundreds of thousands of dollars having to go replace your cabinets because somebody went and screwed them up. So education has been the biggest thing. Um, Pictures, video, video, Uh, recently set up a YouTube channel. That was something that I was slacking on and, um, got that set up now. And I've been uploading all of our videos that we've been doing. Um, Jeremy would be spraying and I pull my phone out and start recording them. Um, or I would be sanding and Jeremy would pull his phone out and record me. And, um, it, it gets a lot of people's attention and then people share it. And it just, it's kind of grown over the years. Um, I've learned that uh, Rebecca Hansen actually uh, was one that showed me a lot of the Facebook and stuff like that and um, posting three to five times a day, um, posting relative content, um, posting things that don't really have anything to do with your business, but is something that's going to get attention. So every once in a while, I'll be like, Hey, what do you all think of this? Um, like the whole Stanley cup thing right now that's going on. I posted a thing about how it's, it's like the beanie babies back in our day. Um, and then I posted a meme a while back where it was a, uh, surgeon, um, doing surgery on his, uh, contractor. And he was like, well, Hey, I I've got this started and I'll be back in about three days to finish it up. Um, And so making fun of us, making fun of our industry, um, or inspirational things, things that, you know, people are going to share. So I'll post something about women and get a lot of shares from that, or I'll post one of my blog posts and get shares from that. Um, Instagram, same thing. Um, I do better on Facebook than Instagram though. And then Pinterest, um, the Google business, um, that's a huge thing right now. Um, just whatever you can get into and just try and post a few times a day. And then even now, um, I'm actually working with Morgan Knox on some stuff um for AI and for software to be able to put all of my stuff in place to where it'll automatically post to all these groups that I need to post in at the same time to help alleviate that time for me. And so technology is a huge thing right now that I've been studying and learning
1: about trying to help make things a little bit easier for us. So
2: I do it in real time. I'm looking at a program right now. Um, there's some programs out there that can help. And I'm looking at it. Um, I know like Zapier and things like that do automation. Um, but I'm, I'm a little behind the curve on that. Um, but I've been looking at some things with Morgan that I think are going to really help us out here for 2024. And I'm planning on implementing them soon.
1: Love it. And Notre Penny we use later. It's a, it's a good program for posting. You can schedule things. Um, wow. Do you sleep at all?
2: Okay, we we'll get to that. In minute. I try.
1: <laughs> you're, you're blogging. You're doing social media multiple times a day. You're paying accountants, Going to networking. I love it all. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on because I saw it on your website is that you mm-hmm. offer financing for people. I bring this up um, because we've gotten other questions about it, and you know, I think the question for the business owner or the company is: Should you offer financing, and how do you how do you determine if you should or you should not how did you guys determine that this is a piece that you want to fold in for your customers
2: um we had a few customers ask us if we offered financing and we didn't at the time and so i feel like we lost that business because that wasn't something that we had um i signed up with wise last year to see about financing and i'll be honest with you we haven't actually used it yet um We've offered it, but uh, most of our clients haven't needed it. But for those clients that do need it, um, with interest rates rising and lending being tight over the past year, we knew that people needed another option to go with um, in regards of getting something done with their house. And so WiseTAC, we heard about them. I researched them and looked to see what was the benefits for it. Um, the fees are not very high and the interest rates, uh, it just depends on the customer's credit. And so, um, it's all the way down to like less than a percent and it goes up and then you've got short-term financing, long-term and all kinds of different options. Um, and then you can get pre-approved without a credit check, which was the other thing I liked. So, um, If you like to shop as much as I do, you see that all these other companies are offering these financing options where you can split it up into four months or six months or whatever and no interest or things like that. And so I was like, you know what, if this is something that we can offer that nobody else is offering around us, then let's do it. Even if we don't use it that often, at least it's there for those people that could use it. Um, Because some people don't want to go to their bank and ask for more money. Some people don't want to use their credit card. Um, Some people don't want to go get a home equity loan. So it's a portable option for them to get their cabinets updated and pay it out. And then with WiseTac, um, you really want to try and collect a larger upfront deposit from the clients um, to pay for the materials and stuff. Um, so it's, we ask for a little bit more on that if they, if they want to do that. Um, and because WiseTac does not pay you until the customer signs off on the project. So, um, I don't, I don't like bankrolling projects myself. I want the customer's money to take care of that. So, um, we had to tweak things a little bit for that, but it's, it's a great option. And they have a lot of uh, resources on their website that uh, business owners can use to set up everything. So like all the pictures on our site are from Wise Tax marketing team. So
1: very good. Awesome. Um, since you were at the Women of Paint event in Nashville, I don't know if you remember, but we got on the topic of working with spouses. And unfortunately there wasn't a lot of time to, to dive into that, but I know it's a big topic. <laughs> You work with your spouse. Um, what uh, I mean? What can you share about that? Like you know, for example, one of the the questions that comes up is: Is there any downtime, or is it business twenty four seven? Because when you're next to each other, you're talking business. How do you guys operate business life versus personal life?
2: Um, we specify time for our kids. That's number one. Um, we always try to make sure that if they're needing us to do something that we're there to do it. Um, So for instance, my youngest son's birthday was Monday and we made sure that shop was closed and that we could spend the day with him um, to do what he wanted to do for his birthday. And uh, same with our other son. Um, We always try like for instance birthdays we always try and make sure we take time off uh this year unfortunately for jeremy we were not able to but we had landed a very large project so i went to him first and i'm like look we can do this very large project but it's probably going to end on your birthday are you going to be okay with that and he goes y- yeah it's a large project we'll go celebrate my birthday the day after which is what we did um but for Jeremy and me I mean we started dating in high school when I was 15 and we've been married for almost 22 years now and uh he he's my best friend um we butt we butt heads we pull we want to I want to pull my hair out sometimes because you know he'll say something or I'll say something and we're just like ah but um I mean I don't think I could have done this with anybody else um he has things in his head that I don't have. Um, and I have things in my head that he doesn't have and we we make it work. Um, he He's not the marketing type. He's not the type to go and try and do the things that I do. Um, he's more of the uh, straight focused analytical type. And me, I'm the creative one that goes and thinks of crazy ideas. And then I throw the ideas at him and hear a yes or no on it. So Um, but it's, I know that there's a lot of people that sit there and say, oh, well, once four o'clock hits that, that's it, no more business. But that's not us. We'll be sitting there watching TV in the evenings. And we're like, Hey, did you think about this for the business? Uh, What about this idea? Um, and then when we're driving, a lot of the time we'll be like, we'll just be sitting there hashing out, you know, ideas or thoughts, um, in our heads. And I've usually, trying to remember to pull my notepad out on my phone to write down what we were talking about. Um, When you become a business owner, you do kind of eat, breathe this thing for the longest time, but you do have to sit there and try and um, take time to focus on other things. So we try to have our hobbies and our side things that we do and try and have fun. We do date nights and, um, it's, it's been an amazing, I mean, he's been the best uh coworker I've ever had. <laughs> and so it, it's been amazing and we love it. And I don't think we would ever change it. There's, I mean, mind you, there's been times where we're just like, we should just shut this down. What what were we thinking? We got way in over our heads and then we get through it and we're like, okay, you know, we can do this. We We can do this. And we have to kind of keep each other on track, I guess. It's the best way to put yeah. it. But
1: And remember that 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 roller coaster we're on of oh my gosh, I should shut this down. And mm-hmm. then the next day it's like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. You know, <laughs> and you get to celebrate all the wins. Um yeah. Uh so so then what is what's the most difficult piece about working with your husband in in your business? Um
2: when you think you have a really good idea and you're like, yeah, I know this is awesome, and then they just poop on your party and they're like, no, it's not going to work and I'm like, but no, I had this all planned out in my head and and then sometimes you just want to cuss at them but you can't because you're in front of people. So, you're sitting there just like giving each other the stink eye and like whispering at each other and but it's I don't know. I I think that we work well together and Uh, I don't think we would have it any other way.
1: I love that. That's awesome. Um, So finally, I told you our time together was going to go quickly and it's almost up. Mm -hmm. Last but not least, my question for you is what do you do to take care of yourself so that you can keep showing up, you can keep growing this business and and changing people's kitchens all over Oklahoma? What do you do to take care of yourself so that you stay inspired and motivated? Um, So I
2: have a fairly expensive shopping addiction sometimes so um shopping is always fun for me um i collect coach bags so uh yeah that that's a really bad one uh jeremy's thing is rc cars right now the remote control rock rock crawling cars um not the cheapo ones the the nice expensive ones you have to build so um just knowing that we have that freedom that we didn't have 4 years ago um I mean, honestly, we were on government assistance and we were struggling every week to survive and pay our bills. And this has given us a lot of financial freedom and opportunities that we wouldn't have even considered four years ago. Um, The travel that we've done for the business and we throw a little vacation in there. I mean... um, when i went to uh, or when we went to uh california to venice uh visit dennis rodriguez i mean we went to the disney shops and looked around or we went to the ocean and looked around uh when we went to pennsylvania to visit Corey, um we went to gettysburg and uh with denny and did the whole tour through there and stuff um but honestly, we couldn't have done these things four years ago. And that's what keeps us going because we know that with this thing that we have created, it has given us the freedom that if we stopped doing it, we would lose those freedoms. And that's what keeps us going. Um, and then our fun things, um, the kids, my my youngest, he wanted to go to a concert for his birthday. So that's what he got tickets to was a concert. And we couldn't have done that before. Or my oldest um, needing to take driver's ed. And we had to pay for that. Um, again, something we couldn't have done before. So, yeah, I don't do massages or spas or anything like that. It's the just knowing that... I can do things for my family that I couldn't do before. And that's what keeps us
1: going. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. I love it. <laughs> uh, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with getting a coach bag or two. Either. <laughs> uh, 16 right now. So <laughs> okay. 16 and counting. Okay. Uh, hey, Kimberly, thank you so much for joining me. This was awesome. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, and for the rest of those listening, remember, we've got the PCA Expo coming up end of february in orlando other than that we will see you next time
0: painted podcasts are produced by the painting contractors association and are made possible by members and industry partners to find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information
1: about joining pca visit pcapainted.org